Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are Not Just for Laughs at Radio Through Brooklyn. This is our fourth show. Um, our first time listeners will know. And uh, we are going to... Uh, it's like just music. music. It's just yes. music playing. Yeah, yeah, but I don't hear the mic. Yeah. Oh, now I hear it. There you go. Okay, great. Patience. You have to be patient. Yeah, but you're trying to talk over intro music. Well, you just... know what? What you think? Because still... you because you have a podcast for several years, and you just yeah you can just come in here and tell us tell what to us do. Tell us what yeah. to do. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you, we've been doing this for like thirty years. I don't yeah. know if you know. Thirty that. years. I am a grizzled old man with a strangely young voice, and I have Benjamin Button syndrome, so I'm just getting younger. Yeah. So gotcha. Okay. So, uh, oh, you even got the podcast voice oh, now, yeah. Pat. No, I, I, I go right into my mode when I'm on the mic. Yeah, wow. You even, I'll be honest. You know that gonna, was the first thing I noticed too. when I listened to your podcast. I'm like, he's got the voice down. Oh, you listen. Yeah, I did listen. Yeah. I listened. And you talk slower and like this. So how does this show start? So this show starts <laughs> with uh, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions about yourself and get to know you better. Um as I said, it's Ellie Raskin uh, behind the main mic. We have co-host Max Hollander. We have Aaron Weininger. It's Weininger, right? No. Weininger. Messed... No, it's Weininger. Weininger. Wow, Fuck. you're an awful Jew. I'm an awful Jew. Weininger. I don't know. What's like? I'd actually be like Aaron Weininger. You know? I was doing a uh, French accent yesterday, and it turned into an Israeli accent. So that's the most Jewish thing I could think of. All right. So you know what? We'll jump straight into it. Aaron, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh... How many siblings do you have? Where are you from? And did you enjoy high school? How many siblings do I have? I have two younger brothers. All right. What um, are their names? Uh, Ian, Shout out. Ian and Eli. Shout back out to in, Ian and Eli. Back in Rhode Island. Wait, um, you're from Rhode Island? Yes, we've had this conversation Whoa. before. No, we haven't. Nothing exists before a show starts. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. No, I'm from uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Hey, that's where Taylor Swift lives, right? No, she's from Westerly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She didn't grow up there. No, I mean, that's where her house is. I thought it was in right next to Portland in uh, whatever. Portland? Not Portland. Um, Newport. I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> Portland, Newport. Uh, New Portland. <laughs> next to Portland, Newport. Oregon. So she, yeah. So she used to live there, and that's I used it's... to get questions about that. All right. So Eli uh, is the other brother. <laughs> he's, You're he's from the Rhode youngest. Island. Yeah, I'm from Rhode, Rhode Island. Yeah. You went to University of Rhode Island. Yeah, I went to University of Rhode Island. Uh, studied theater, uh, BFA acting, minor in film. Nice. Those yeah. Are both good things. Um, and uh, uh, did I enjoy high school? Did yeah. you say that's the question I always ask? Because that no, it was awful. It was a yeah. hellhole. It exactly. was it was the worst. It was people were mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if many people listening to the show know about Rhode Island. Not a lot of Jewish people. You're, <laughs> you're talking to two of the only Jewish Jews. people from Rhode Island. <laughs> that's a good. A lot point. of Catholic people, yes. and. uh Thus made going to public school real weird. Yeah. Did you go to new, that really beautiful Newport High okay, School? Okay. So here's the, the, the facade I put up. I say I'm from Newport, but I'm really from Middletown. That's that's the town I was thinking of where Taylor Swift lived. She did not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wrong on two accounts. But. Yeah. No, I went to Middletown High School. Um, and that's not the big nice one that's on the water no. with like the huge facade and you drive past. In Newport. No, you're you're talking about St. George's. I don't know what that, I'm talking about. That is about. a uh, preparatory <laughs> school. Like, Ooh. basically, like, the richest of rich kids go there. 
Yeah, I don't than... think public schools just get lucky like that. That <laughs> just like be built on the beach or whatever you're describing. Well, like... maybe it's a really old public school made by rich people. No, it's like a really famous like how many how many high school how many public schools do you know like that? I know zero public schools. Okay, yeah, right. I'm that pulling this straight that. out okay, of my fine. ass, which is what I do with everything comedy included. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you hated high school. I don't think. Do you? Th- I don't think I've met a comedian yet, or want you know. I haven't met many who enjoyed high school. I have a theory that I think that com- that's where comedy comes from because you get kind of get pushed out a little bit. What are your oh, thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah this, uh, it's funny. Uh, my uh, senior quote was from the movie uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. And uh, there's a quote in it. It's like, uh, you know, don't skip. It's like something like don't skip out on a high school because all your good suffering happens in high school. And like uh, you can't be a good artist without good suffering. Damn. So you are self-aware of it. Yeah, no. I mean, I, wanted... something resonated with that quote with me. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's just gonna feed my uh, my craft. Um, yeah, you, you knew you knew at that point, early on at that point, that you were into like harder. Yeah, no, I've comedy? I've been doing like I've been performing since like sixth grade. Damn. Yeah. What were you doing? In, let's say in elementary school, what would your day look like if you were doing a show? Um, in elementary school, I uh, I mean, uh, really, the only stuff I did in elementary school was like the fourth grade play had a solo <gasps> still kind of remember it what play was it um i think it was, the, it was called the celebration of you and me and it was about and... friendship oh all plays are about friendship yeah and that age group and do you remember any of your solo i want to hear, hear you sing it i mean i i, I do recall it's like i dig red you like blue that's all right <laughs> i still like you this song was written by a kid. Yeah. <laughs> or a really drunk adult who had yeah. a deadline. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> who had a what? He had a deadline. <laughs> He's like, I, oh. I remember the chorus of that song now. It was like, it. celebrate, celebrate, a celebration of you and me. All right, they stole Cele- that. This sounds like <laughs> School of Rock. Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> They were like, just change the inflection, put it in. <laughs> change the rhythm a little bit. Syncopate it. Yeah. Well, think about how many like songs or anything we have where like we think they're so original, but they all come from something. Someone, was, someone could have been watching their child's TV show and was like, I'm going to rip that off because we've had a long-standing feud about this quote. And we're going to get to it because I got the book out of the library just to talk about it. We're going to get to that later. Um, you have too much free time. I, I, you don't, though. I, I don't, don't think you do. I did it on the subway Okay, um, in right. between stops when I had uh, internet connection. Right. Um, well, we can get to that later. Growing up, were you the class clown slash family funny guy? No, I was like the weird like nerd slash outcast. Like, <gasps> That's pe- I'm, first of all, I'm sorry. Yeah, that it sucks. sucks. It's and not great. As adults, we're taught to just like laugh that off. But you, inside your brain, you don't laugh that off. That yeah, fucking no. sucks and yeah. stays with you. I end up being like Steve Buscemi's character from Billy Madison with like that like to kill list. Wait, is that the is his character the one who like wants to take over the business instead? What are you? I got halfway through the the movie. So I don't <laughs> no, remember all no, of it. It, no. He, he's like the random weirdo that Billy Madison like calls midway through the movie and he, like apologizes to, and oh. he takes Billy Madison's name off the to kill list. Then I don't know this that one. Interesting. I'm sorry, I derailed that. What kind of nerd were you? Were you an anime nerd or just an, like a I theater was, nerd? I was the chorus nerd. Uh, that's oh, that's so worse doing... than theater nerd. Okay. Yeah, so I was like singing all the time and all that, and I did a lot of quite a bit of theater as well. 
Um, but I, I, I was more better at singing. Yeah, more better. Great. More better. Uh, I, I, the best thing I did was singing in high school, and also I was like in the Boy Scouts and. Oh, I was also in the Boy Scouts in Rhode, not in Rhode Island, but kind of in Rhode Island. Whoa, we're, are we the same people? Did you go to Ooh. Did you go to uh, Camp Yagu? No, I went to Camp Kesher. It was like an ultra orthodox. Uh, so you didn't uh, go to Boy Scout experience. camp. It was a Boy Scout camp. Wait, there was, was Jewish Boy Scout. Yep, camp? yep. With like full kosher food and Shomer Shabbos and all that. I didn't other know stuff. that was a thing. Yeah, it was. There was one camp. And it was in upstate New York, and it existed. What was the one? Uh, there's Yago, but wasn't there another one in Rhode Island? Uh, like, ca- there, was, there was Cash a lot. <laughs> that's the most Jewish name yeah. ever. <laughs> that camp sounds is that, is that is that a banking <laughs> is that a banking camp? What is that? <laughs> it oh like, my god! Is it like the dad from Mary Poppins? Is like the head? <laughs> that one was like in like Southern Mass or like Dartmouth area. Um, I think Yago is the that one. sounds like a front for like a like a, some kind of like cash scheme that gets kids to count money for them like, <laughs> like cards like, for kids. It's like come, come to seven seven cash a lot. <laughs> no, it sounds like it sounds like they're like come to camp cash a lot. Will you do fun activities like do my clients taxes and <laughs> in, in June for free? <laughs> like, you're doing the, the taxes in June. You're you're, you're got doing more it early. Problems. You're doing it early. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it quarterly. Well, I mean, he is uh, he is trying to enslave children for. A month. I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking sure at the minutia of like the cutoff date. He's not on top of everything here. <laughs> Time for our third period activity, which is: Is this deductible? <laughs> Wait. So you were you started out as, a, as a, you not started out. I, there was obviously a before, yeah. but you were a theater person at this point. Yeah, of course. When did yeah. you move into comedy per se? Um, or in your mind, did you? I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I was always kind of a comedic actor, and uh, I mean. Drama's never been my strength because uh, it, it just like I kind of check out sometimes with drama. Yeah, because it's like this is too sad. This is too real. I'm getting too upset by my own work. Oh, Why God. is this getting into my head? Do you do that thing where like you see the other actors who take it so seriously and you're like, guys, this is make believe. I mean, to a certain extent, but also I think I, just comedy comes so naturally to me, like yeah. timing and just like. I don't know. If you ever like hang out with me, I'm always kind of just like doing bits. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I, it's so my brain hard is for stuck me. On yeah. Bit mode. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard for me not to turn like everything into a bit. Yeah. And it's like, oh. or even if I don't like turn, because to me, like the idea of turning it into a bit is to like make it actually funny. Like sometimes I'm too lazy to do that, so I just make like stupid observations and don't even do the work to make it funny. Like today, my brain was stuck on. I was eating a salad in the subway. And I was like, how funny would it, is it that, like, you can ruins, ruin someone else's day just by going, leaning over the open salad bowl and going, and just spinning <laughs> right in. That's it. <laughs> it's a very easy way. It's a good way to get punched. Yeah, but, like, that's all I could think. I was like, no, Ellie, like, you have to prepare for the podcast. You have to, like, do work that you didn't get to do because you're in the office. And I was like, no, I just want to think about this joke that I have in my head. I feel like the guy who ends up getting his salad spit in they were already having a hard day. Like, there's yeah, no way. No one wants Karma salad doesn't work like as that. A meal, like uh, salad, someone... like they're already eating salad at, for lunch. <laughs> that's true. That's an important. That's fact. already an issue. Oh my god! Like, no one wants to go to Sweet Green. They're just there because, <laughs> like, other decisions in their life have led them there. Oh my god! I feel I'm laughing because I just had salad for dinner. <laughs> 
What'd you get? All right. Do you still so have some reps that I can spin really it? I was trying to eat really healthy today, right? I finished it on the train. I was trying to eat really Did healthy today. somebody spin it? I got spinach, <laughs> eggs, broccoli, hearts of palm, chick- grilled chicken, not even the fried chicken, and balsamic vinegar dressing. Because I was trying to okay, eat really that healthy today. That, get, given the fact that chicken's in it, it doesn't necessarily count as the salad that we're describing. Oh, you need a pro- oh you're saying just salad, but ugh, it doesn't right? no, no I mean, like regular no, salad. No, I mean, even just like having what you had, like... Am I going to feel full and fulfilled after oh, that? Oh, not at all. But no, uh, no. Uh, yeah, and so they're already having a bad day. But that's what's that's what becoming twenty something is. You realize that li- you can't enjoy life anymore, and it's all about health. Twenty ah! something is when you're like, you're like, oh, my back is sore, and that bothers me. Oh, don't don't even get to that. Before that... before come on, before you were twenty something, did you actually give a fuck that your muscles were sore? You're like, oh, it's rebound. Um, no, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, had, I had a lot of unhealthy lifestyles I, I led when I was just like living at home for a long time because it took me a while to like move out of home. And Which I think everyone should because rent sucks. Paying rent sucks. I mean, yeah, but there's no work in Rhode Island. So uh, what were you doing then? Oh, I, I, OK, so this is the journey of Aaron after college. Yes. Um, Which you went theater and, and um, film. film. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so. After graduating, like, I was still kind of seeing the person I was seeing, like, all the way through college, the same, uh, and she was, like, into education, so I was like, you know what, I'll start substitute teaching and see if I want to do education. Yeah. So I did that for two years. <gasps> um, In Rhode Island? Yeah. Sub- like, consistently yeah, was, yeah, substitute, substitute teaching? teaching high school. Wow. Whoa. And the you high were school only, like, I went to. So you hated your high school. Four years later, you're substituting there. Yeah, and it was weird. Oh, what did you teach? Uh, just whatever they needed. Me Any to. little siblings of the of like classmates of yours were there? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was funny. It wasn't like when my youngest brother had been because he, he, my youngest brother's eleven years younger than me. Oh, okay. So, you, so he would have like he just missed me being his substitute oh, teacher. That, that would have been that would have sucked. And then coming home and being like, time to do your homework at the dinner table. Yeah, I mean, it, it, my uh, best friend stayed in substitute teaching a little longer than me, and he ended up, uh. Substitute teaching my youngest brother, which was kind of funny. Ooh, that's weird. Nah, Can yeah. you explain how that works, actually? I'm just really curious. Do they just call you, like, a week before? Or? No, not even. Like, a lot of times it's on, like, emergency basis. And they're like, the lesson plan's in the room already. Uh, take attendance and then uh, have a kid send it down to the office. Because we don't get any passwords or anything. Like, okay. for all we know, like, we, we, we get, like, a, a computer printout of who's supposed to be in the class. <laughs> <laughs> but they... How are we supposed to know who those kids are? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's there, true. There, there's that's no guarantee. Like the stereotype of like making up what your name is from now that yeah. put me in that mindset that works. Yeah. I mean, you could be another kid in the class. And if, if it's not a teacher that hasn't been with you before, because like that was the thing is by the time like I was done with like two years, I knew every kid in the school. Really? Yeah. Because it was like. Uh, I mean, you had done enough classes. No, the thing would... is, Middletown High School is a really small school. Only What's, like what 800 small? students. Okay. Like, compared We're... to, like, most public schools, Right, compared tiny. to most public schools, it's pretty tiny. Yeah, no, for sure. In a public school spectrum, it's tiny. But Did yeah. you guys both go to private? Yeah. Jewish private. My school had 30 kids. Wow. <laughs> My graduating eighth grade class had eight kids. Ouch. Yeah, it was pretty... yeah we come from small You could Also, like, before I left elementary school, I didn't realize you could not get along with people. Like, that wasn't an option in elementary school. We didn't like someone too bad. Yeah, because wow. you were basically stuck with them for, like, 
I don't know how the, many hours. My whole life. I was with the same kids for the whole Also that. There's very small. There's like, there's like, I mean, I get, I'm from Jersey. So okay. there's, we had a couple options. I don't know what your high school. I had one option. Was. You had one, one option. They went to that, to that option. Uh, I had a couple options. So we got split up uh, for my elementary school class. But again, high school comes. If you have 30, 30 kids in school. You know everyone. Yeah, you got to yeah. sort of gotta get along with as many people as you can. Yeah, you don't really have the option. For me, it was like, for elementary school, it was like a mix. So wait, did your schools like have like sports or anything? Cause, yeah. Like, it's not yeah. enough. Is that enough students to field a team? Oh, no. No, no we, we, we mixed it up a lot. extracurricular activity. Wait, oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you went nope. to more. All right. No, I had, <laughs> I, he, I, he went to a level above, but uh, my school had a gym and we were able to split it up uh, for like, and we actually had a trap. We had like a team, mm-hmm. um, but since it was a bunch of like Orthodox kids, uh, we were terrible. Yeah. So, <laughs> I but also like Orthodox like teams just play against other Orthodox teams. So you don't know you're terrible. Oh. Like there was lore when I was in ninth grade that there was like the Jewish Michael Jordan. That's what they called him. And uh, he probably sucked, but he would just really, he was really good against other Jewish high schools. Yeah, you just like <laughs> break your ankles and stuff. I'm just imagining. His mechanics were great. He was 5'5", five, five, though. He was actually just the accountant. 5'5", <laughs> five, five, great mechanics. And he could give you a Talmudic debate for the ages. Yeah. yeah I, I heard he got a layup once. <laughs> uh, he could touch the bottom of the net <laughs> once. Once. Um... So you, all right, I'm just going to refresh because I want you to stop me along the way if I missed anything important. Rhode Island, hated high school, URI for theater and film. Then you taught for two years, mm-hmm. doing substitute teaching at your old high school, and yeah. then you moved to New York? No. So oh. after that, I kind of was like, okay. So a big thing happened while I was like substitute teaching. I got in a near-death accident. <gasps> what? Tell yeah, us. Yeah, this is, this is while Aaron's. Teaching. This is, yeah, no, not, not while teaching. Um <laughs> So another, horrible pencil sharpener accident. Okay. So another fun. <laughs> One job. of the kids insulted me, and it was really. Yeah. Well, this is this is gonna blow your mind. All uh, right. Another fun job I worked and still work today. Uh, since graduating college was uh, I worked for I don't know you're, you're from Providence. Yeah. You, there's a company called 1031 Productions. Oh, is that's the famous one with a uh, baseball player that scammed out the. Scammed out. No, no, um, no. That you're thinking of oh, was that Thirty Eight Studios, something yeah, 30, like that. You're yeah. thinking of Thirty Eight Studios. What was, what's his name? The, the um, Red Sox player who like yeah, got like um, hundreds of millions of dollars. Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, and then like yeah. a year later was like, "Whoops, we're filing for bankruptcy." Ten Thirty One Productions does uh, living artwork for special events. Oh, okay. So if you ever been to Waterfire, yes, you know the living statues at Water Place Park. Okay. Yeah, that's us. And you did that. Yeah, I still do it today. Because um, they, they like get me work in New York sometimes too. So I I've So been... like someone will have like a wedding and you'll be like a flower and like Yeah, a flower or I'll be costume. like a living tree. Yeah. And do you enjoy like do you get enjoyment oh, out of that? I love it so much. It's so much fun. Can I potentially just hire you to be a tree in Central Park for a day? <laughs> like Yeah, I mean I, I don't think they would like Doing our part. In like an obscure part of the park. Yeah. Where only like two people come. Yeah, like like on the sidewalks, like into the woods area. <laughs> and you're just there waving yeah. your I don't know what you do as a tree. Do you wave your hands? What do yeah, you do? Yeah. You just kinda embrace your inner tree and just kinda Blow in the wind. Is it meditative? Like you can just clock out, or is it actually like an intense performing experience? Uh, you have to it's be in? not easy, especially when you're doing like a statue. 
Like a bronze statue, like like the people in like Times Square who put on like body yeah, glitter. Yeah, but, but or like we body... do it way better. Really? Yeah, that's why people pay us to like be at their weddings and stuff. Oh, okay. So you'll be like the Statue of Liberty and just stand there. Yeah. Right, um, but that's really cool. But what was your what was your the life threatening experience? Okay, so um, I, I had a gig for for them at uh, Fenway Park one day. Uh, cause that's one of like, it was cool. cool. I got to be like a, Fenway big, Pack. yeah, I got to be like a baseball player, uh, in bronze for, at the Red Sox stadium, which was what? really cool. And it was like a game or as an event at the stadium? Uh, I think it was an event at the stadium, but it was like during the summer. So it was like during the season, Okay, which was cool. Um, but yeah, so I was like, that was earlier in the day. It was a hot day. We were performing outside and, um, I'm like riding home uh from like we we dropped everything back in the studio i'm driving home from uh the Pawtucket, and uh i'm riding and uh, all of a sudden i fall asleep at the wheel and i uh flip my car off the highway no yeah for all of you who don't know he just put on a really excited face when he said that yeah no um it's uh, it was definitely like this is the worst yeah and you woke up when uh like when people were just kind of running to my car, I was the car was upside down. And I was like, "Oh, look at that! I feel you like Spider Man." Yeah. Okay. yeah, if I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, I would dead. Oh my dead, god! Dead, I don't dead. want you dead. <laughs> yeah. Were you in full gold at this point? No, but okay. okay that so better. this is the funnier <laughs> thing. Okay. Um, so uh, <laughs> really uh, ambulance funny. comes. And like, we have the Statue of Liberty upside down on the side of I ninety five. Yeah, they put me on a gurney and all that, and they they. Uh, they bring me into like MRI and stuff. Uh, nothing was broken. Um, but like they, I'm about to go in the MRI machine. Like the, the nurse goes to me. It's like, are you sparkly? <laughs> like, You're like, no, I sweat glitter. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I've taken most of the makeup off, but like the gold makeup just stays in your skin and you're just like sparkly for the next two days. Oh my God. And like, she's like, are you wearing eyeliner? <laughs> And uh, it was just a whole thing. Did she then go, I know what you are. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, no. Nah, can, can you do my bachelor party next week? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I was making a Twilight reference. I don't know if people I was making picked up on that you, yeah, you, you was make, yeah, he was doing a stripper reference. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We went different angles on that. Different strokes. Uh, different okay, strokes. so, you, and yeah. what happened with that? Like, were you okay? okay Did you um, lasting so, damage? Yeah, so the lasting damage was I, uh, like, displaced a disc in my back. Okay. Which uh, I started, like, my doctor's like, oh, just go to this chiropractor. He fixes everyone. And you're, you're shaking uh, any, your head right any now. Any doctor who's so full of themselves are probably full of shit. Well, no, I mean, okay, this is how I learned chiropractors aren't real doctors, and they're just medicine men that can ruin your life. Uh, so I saw him for like a good six months. He kept trying to make me feel better. Uh, did he did he actively ruin it, or was it that you trusted him so you didn't get any other care for it? And over time, issues cemented that would have been able to be dealt with by a real doctor. Both, because um, like well, I did see a real doctor and stuff, okay. and um, but like the the chiropractor, like I had my sessions, and they kind of like crack your back, you know, they like yeah. adjust it. Called adjustments oh and um. Anyways, and he kept pushing at it and like yeah yeah. So he's working on it and like it feels better for a little while and then it starts hurting again. Did you go to PT too? No, and that's oh. what you need to do. Physical therapy. Okay, if anyone has a back injury that's listening to this podcast, go to physical therapy. Yeah. Don't go to a chiropractor because chiropractors are uh, medicine men. They're, they they, <laughs> they 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 don't know what they're doing. Actually, medicine men are probably better than chiropractors, <laughs> except they don't. 
they're not overweight and don't have a vacation home in Florida. Exactly. <laughs> so needless to say, so he keeps trying to fix it. Eventually, he pushes it too far and the disc bursts. Nuh-uh. And then I couldn't walk for two months or like a month. And uh, yeah, I had to get surgery. Funny Jewish thing. And the chiropractor. It happened right before Passover. So you had matzah surgery? No, I had like Passover in bed. Um, my parents brought my laptop into the bedroom <laughs> and just like, uh, like skyped me into the Passover Seder. Nuh-uh, that's great. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm watching. Uh huh. I'm online. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mute. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. It's, I wish that's I, could, all, that's I wish awful. I had that option. I am so sorry. That's terrible. Damn. Did this, did this like impact you in any way? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like after like I had surgery to fix it and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm not going back to substitute teaching. Because um, you're like, I want to do what I actually care about. Exactly. And uh, I was kind of like, you know, this. It's uh, I went to school for acting and stuff. Time to take this more seriously. So that's when I started doing like projects and started doing stuff for free and building a reel. Started doing what? Uh, so stuff for free. Yeah, okay. like doing said- like small short films and stuff. In Rhode up, Island. Uh, I'm Boston, actually. Okay. Um, Because like there's a lot of great colleges up there and not a lot of actors. So I got a lot oh, of work. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. There's a lot of big mm. schools like Emerson and. Right, I just didn't think B- about the fact B- that there yeah. aren't that many actors, whereas in New York it just looks like yeah. too so you many. Put your, you it put got to a point where like I I knew like almost all the actors in Boston because I was like up there like quite often and like uh, I ended up getting an agent eventually up there. Nice. Yeah, Woo. yeah, no, and uh, I did, like I started doing like commercials and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's what, where I started getting my first paid work. Um, and like actually started. Wait, you can get paid. To act? I know, right? What? It's nuts. <laughs> um, my first commercial was actually for uh, I don't know if you've ever been Honeydew Donuts. So, yes, there's one right on uh, on the way to my doctor that I would drive by, and I kept kosher at the time, and we never stopped there. Oh, sad. But great, great iced coffee. Yeah, they always advertise their iced coffee, and the, I didn't realize that was like a Rhode Island local place. No, it's uh, New England local. New England. Oh, I just. That's a good point. I haven't seen it since I left Rhode Island. Wow. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. So like that commercial I did like ran forever. Like it was like it ran that whole fall. Um, So at first you're like, woohoo. By the end you're like skipping your own Yeah, yeah, It's just funny because like, oh, I'm on TV again. (laughs) Uh, Like I'd get random texts from people I went to high school with and stuff. Like I just saw you on TV. What were you doing in the the, I was uh, throwing up a bomb. Oh, <laughs> I was just throwing a football. If you go on my Instagram at Wine and Your Words, um, okay, nice plug right we'll there. Plug it again, yeah, later. yeah. Anymore. Um, you, you if you scroll down far enough, it's on there, and it's just like uh, I have the football. I'm like hungry, and the other guy's like hungry, and I go big time, <laughs> and he goes big time. <laughs> this sounds like a magic mic situation, and then you strip. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It was a risque commercial, I have to say. Very Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Did they um did they pay you per um like per like No, month they, was... they like they, they in retrospect it was a real bad deal. But well, they paid you like five hundred bucks. Yeah, Four hundred. Wow. Yeah. yeah. In, in retrospect, they like they got a lot of run out of like yeah. not a lot of money. And it was just one day of shooting type of thing? Yeah. No rehearsals? It, no, it was like it was rushed. It was like fast so that basically you were doing improv before comedic improv. yeah no it looked great um 
I, I hate doing commercial stuff where you have to hold food, though. That was the most, like, awful part. Because they're, they're, okay, so the end of the commercial was, like, I ask him if it's good, and he says, great. So I go, <laughs> good? And he goes, great. And he's, like, the director couldn't get me to say the word good right. He's Wait, like you? He was, like, the way you're saying good isn't good enough? He's, like, no, you just say it, like, good? I'm, like, good? He's, like, no. Be more, like, like good? Awful. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted more sexual. I, 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 I have no clue. I was like, I, I feel like I'm saying this the same way you're telling me to say yeah. this. Ugh. That's that's not fun. So I want to ask you about, you do improv, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I always want to ask because some people are like, hell no. What I do isn't improv. Um, And I, I'm curious to, th- so improv is like in New York is like a comedic form, you know, air quotes, you know, mm-hmm. they have like a whole thing. But do you feel things like doing these performances, uh, being a substitute teacher where you're on the fly, um, having to come up with lesson plans and everything, do you think that helps you with your comedy? Um, sure. Like it's a muscle you've been working on? I mean, I think just like living life and uh, doing everything I do, I've been doing improv forever. I right. think I just being a weird kid <laughs> made me ready for improv. Because like, I was a kid that was just kind of like, make up songs in his head and stuff yeah. and like that's all that improv is we were at an audition together where you did a rap it was um, yeah you saw my callback for my sketch team yeah. yes and it was uh who was uh a rapper at a uh sing about his birthday yeah no it's uh my song sad sag it's about how he's sad about being a sagittarius done to the tune of drake's god's plan <laughs> that's great that's yeah. really great yeah um all right that's a great segue uh, into comedy, but before we do comedy, we have to do a little station identification. So hold tight, and when we come back, we are going to be talking about your comedy career. Because enough about your childhood. Time for right. the meat of the this podcast. Of course. All right. So um, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is not just for laughs. Um, if you are the, if this is the first time you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, you should know it's a 501c3 non profit organization. Um, the mission is to provide a free and open platform for the community to promote everything, you know, media, media literacy, education, and most of all, free expression. So I can say fuck as many times as I want because you can do whatever you want on this show. If you if you like what we do and you want to support us, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash donate. Every cent you give helps us stay on air. Nobody here gets paid. Everyone does it volunteer. The managers, the everything is all uh, supported by donations. Radio Free Brooklyn is also proud to announce that we are launching a after-school program for local teenagers in 2019, being part of the community, teaching media literacy, um, guided by local professionals. If you're interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax deductible. If you're listening to the show on your computer and you're like, I want to listen to this on my phone, I'm connected to my laptop, and I have to go to Trader Joe's to buy chocolate dipped cookies well guess what you can leave because you can download the app on android and apple go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash iphone or slash android depending on the phone you have or i head to the app store or google play store and you can download it there last but not least we have a newsletter you want to keep up to date with new programming upcoming events ticket giveaways special offers and swag sign up for the newsletter at radiofreebrooklyn.org backslash newsletter once again if you didn't catch anything, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org and learn more about Radio Free Brooklyn. Also, interesting fact I learned this week, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org and RadioFreeBrooklyn.com 
both go to the same place. So if you forget, you're still fine. Are we an organization? Are we a commercial licensing agency? You'll never know. All right. <laughs> so we are back with Aaron you, you, and Max. You, you, you leave your commercial spot with like a, a quandary to our <laughs> listeners. Just you may never know where you could look it up. It's up to you. Now back to the real important stuff. I'm the host by default, not because I'm the best man for the job. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's jump into comedy. Um, uh, we're going to throw a bunch of questions at you and Max may throw in some his own questions as well. So first of all, what types of comedy do you do? Uh, I do improv. I do sketch. I host a podcast. That's Ooh, also... What's the name of your podcast? Oh, thank you. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> well, you have uh, thir- 27 <laughs> minutes to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so. About a year and a half ago, I started hosting a podcast called Yes And I Am. Which um, is a play on Yes And. Yeah, it's a play on Yes And, which is the uh, fam- famous uh, improv trope. Yeah, I've seen people with Yes like And that. tattoos, and I'm like, that is intense. Oh, have you seen the ones that are uh, like a check mark and then an ampersand? Yes, or the exclamation point and an uh, ampersand. Is it? Uh, yes is like the, ex- yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but no. you know what? Teach their own. Exactly. Watch well, like know? Max pull up his sleeve and be like, I have one of these. Wow, you we went real off course with that Jewish like lifestyle. You're like, fuck it. Uh, my wife <laughs> is to comedy now. <laughs> Bye, mom and dad. Tattoo, not getting buried in a Jewish cemetery. <laughs> fuck it. I'll be That's dead. That's fucking weird, right? Like, it's actually not true. It's not true? It's not true. Oh, I thought it was true. <laughs> no, it's a big, it's a myth. Oh, Max knows more about this than I do. He rolls up his sleeve. He's like, <laughs> all um, tattooed all yeah, the way you know, up. It just says, <laughs> still getting buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the best tattoo. <laughs> I love when I go to parties and you see people who are clearly not Jewish with like random Hebrew tattoos on their, on their chest. Well, the Ahava one's the one that pisses me off the yeah. most. And it's like misspelled. There's like two olives instead, you know, and like, it's just like, yeah. no, that's not how it's spelled, bud. You should get a refund. Ink that over. It just means love. And I just feel like <laughs> the Jews really understand love. <laughs> oh, really? We do? Have you learned anything about Jews? Have you, have you, Jewish have you eaten fights? dinner with the Jewish family? <laughs> Oh my god! I can't even. Not when you're there. Myself. You have to. You have to. You have to not be there because oh they'll put on a show for you. But oh, that's a good point. <laughs> if they, if you, if you leave for like five seconds, just wait outside the door. Chaim, can you pass the chicken? Oh, the guest is gone. Fuck you! <laughs> is Chaim your dad? No, it's just a Jewish name. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted to. I, you know, you know what they say in like comedy or any acting? They say like lean into your strengths. Yeah. So my strength is that I can do the ch. So oh, I'm like, yeah. why not use that? So when I was doing a name, I went with Chaim. I hope you don't lead with that on like, <laughs> like interviews my or whatever. Netflix special, like, like, thank you. My name isn't Chaim. <laughs> Mine's name's Mordechai. <laughs> this is an hour of me saying ha words. What if this podcast was just us doing ha ha Chaim Mordechai yeah. shenanigans? This is just great. We should do an episode. This is like great that. content right here. Listen to this. <laughs> Oh God! It's the Jewish God. It's the, it's it's the Jewish singularity. Oh my God! It's a portal. Oh my God! It's like if you say if you say three times, God arrives. <laughs> what are you heathens doing? Get a job. Now Moses appears in your mirror, <laughs> Mary Poppins style. We're not going to go down the Mary Poppins line. All right. Uh, okay. So, so I have a pod- yes, not we have again. a podcast. 
See, it, I a, self-edited myself. I yeah, didn't get distracted. Great. Uh, yeah, it's called Yes And I Am. It's an improv comedy co- podcast. Basically, I have uh, different improvisers, comedians come on the show each week. And then right before I hit record, I tell them a person that they're about to play. Well, uh, so they don't know. No, they that right before I hit record, I'm like, and you're Jennifer Aniston. Hi, and welcome again to the Yes And I Am podcast. Whoa. So here's my question because I listened to that episode. Me too. I'm not literate in any pop culture stuff. What if they don't know about who this person is? Then Are it they gets real fun. They get nope, 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 nope. Uh, I'll have uh, a list of talking points about said celebrity. Because what I'll do is I'll Wikipedia it before. And just... That's 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 not a podcast. That's you being mean to people. Hey, you have institutionalized getting back at the bullies, but these are not the bullies. These are nice comedians. In my defense, <laughs> this past September, I did a whole month of bringing people on to guest host and I was the guest each time. Oh, okay, fine. So I've so done you it know four what it's times. Like I've done it four times. Side. And uh That's yeah, cool it's re- the first time I did it, I was like, wow, I make these thing- people do something real hard. I don't know much about this person <laughs> that they gave me. Are they all improv people that you have on the show? Yeah. I mean, I've had a few stand-ups, um, but they all have like you have to have like a certain level of like improv like capability to do it. Because yeah. I've had some people that are just like pure comedians and like they try to do it and it's just like, oh, you don't understand how game works. Yeah. Playing along. Yeah. I suck. For, for the listeners out there, tw- game yeah. is what is weird about a scene and leaning into that. It's so hard though. Do you ever do that thing where you're, first of all, you're trying to like beam game at someone and you just see in their eye they don't get what you're doing and you're yeah. like, no, and sometimes I like softball something up and they like completely like negate it. Yeah. Which Unfortunately, are... I'm usually that guy. Really? Because I'm like so in my head. You know how many times like I'll get back to the back wall and I'll be like, shit, how did I not see that in the moment? Like they were totally handing Oh, the issue with my improv team lately has been like a lot of like no's or like. Oh, that's the worst. Because uh, one thing I'm really good at is straight manning a uh, thing. Oh, sweet. And like, uh, you know, just kind of being that like foil to like everyone's like over the top character because mm-hmm. I'm the one that will call out the weird shit, which is just like I, I before I did improv seriously, I used to think it was bullshit, but that's just as important to the scene. It, moving it, forward, it, it, if it, not just, the, yeah. It is the glue that holds the whole thing yeah. together. Otherwise, it's, it's just weirdos it's just running shouting. around. It's yeah. just shouting. It's just shouting. Yeah. And which stinks because like I, I like to be a shouty character sometimes. <laughs> But, like, I also know what it needs to work. Yeah. So you currently do improv. You also have the podcast. Yeah. And, and you do stand-up? Sketch. Uh, sketch. You do sketch. Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. So when I first moved to New York, going back to my Okay. His, so this is after, after the Boston, after Honeydew. Yeah. You... I, I finally make the jump, move to New York City. Got it. And that's in? 20... Uh, 16. 2016. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, summer. Oh, that's around when I moved here. Sweet. Yeah. So June, June 2016. Uh, I I I, I uh, moved to Astoria, Queens, and did you uh, have like anyone here that was pulling you here? You're yeah, like, the girl the I was dating at the time. Oh, okay. Um, at the time, yeah, yeah. Mm. That that ended recently. No. <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about? It? Do you want to air I mean, it out? No, she, like, she, she she's chill. She couldn't do the the character you gave her to do for the podcast. So yeah, you were like, sorry. <laughs> she's like was surprisingly funny, actually. Um, she not, didn't do the podcast, but she's just a funny person. Does she do comedy? No, oh. she's a writer. Um, but like, ne- yeah, for, for what writer? Uh, she writes uh, YA. Oh, young adult. Yeah, like full time. She writes her own novels. Yeah, 
What? Yeah, I don't, she hasn't had anything published yet, but like she's like got an agent and everything. Sweet beans. Okay. Well, so, so also you come to New York. Sweet beans, but fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> Say la vie. Um, so, you New, come, yeah. so you come to New York. What yeah. You, and um, what are you doing here? Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here. I'm like, okay, uh, I got to get on backstage.com, yeah. see where the auditions are at. I, I so that's have, interesting. You have a theater back. So you, like you have, you're doing acting too. Yeah. You're not just doing comedy at this point. Yeah. No, I'm doing, I'm looking for auditions to do theater and stuff. Oh my God. But so, you have a reel and you have experience, isn't that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've, I've already done some commercials at that point. Right. Uh, so I, I felt pretty good about coming here and like, all right, I'm a step ahead of the game here. Okay. Um, I also like, have always wanted to do comedy at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do some stand up. Cause actually I had done stand up a couple times before that. Um, cause I had done a couple open mics or like scattered around the country kind of deal. Okay. Um, but like I realized that I actually had to have written material. So Dude, I started, yeah. <laughs> so I started grinding at open mics. Um, cause I was just like, you know what? This is how I'm going to meet people. Were you the memorized type or were you the, come up with a bit and then just riff on it on stage. I was the memorized jokes type because like I've tried like riffing. Yeah. And it, it goes bad if like the audience isn't buying into it. It sucks. The last mic I did that, it was like, oh, I should have prepared a little more. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's real uncomfortable. And like the mics are super broy, and it's very uncomfortable. What do you mean by broy? Like there's just like a bunch of dudes who like – Try to be like edge lords on the mic, yep, and just like yeah, tits, yeah, sex. And you there's know? like, if the girl doesn't go down on you, is she really a girl? And it's like, what? <laughs> it's really weird. That's not a joke. It's really weird. And there's like this inner mic culture where you have people who are performing for the regulars and mm. doing like inside mic jokes. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? Go go on to Fallon and try and yeah, do that. Yeah, like, it's like, why are you here? Like, yeah. are you just here to hang out with your friends and then just... That is for a lot of people. ...not actually be a comedian? I don't know. Yeah. But needless to say, like, that didn't really go anywhere. Um, But also, like, I, I was uh, applying for modeling stuff. So, mm. weird thing about my agent in Boston... Psh, psh, psh. They, my agent in Boston was, like actual modeling agency for all of you who don't know he's handing out business cards right now yeah it's a picture of him in a leather jacket oh, okay. and nothing and else, nothing else. <laughs> and it's a very short jacket it's funny because <laughs> ellie isn't lying <laughs> max doesn't understand that this is a real business card that i have <laughs> can i see it is yeah yeah I'll, I'll pull one out uh, but yeah no uh so I'm also looking for like modeling gigs when okay. I come to the city. And um so I'm applying on um ah, backstage okay. and casting networks and uh It's a very short leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one I came in wearing here. I like uh, that you, you have the podcast well, on the card. On the card, yeah. It's Conan hard. has been wearing the same brown jacket for like 30 years. Wait, I googled really? it and it's legit cuz I I noticed it all his all his shows he does, all his remote shows, he wears the same brown jacket and I googled it and it's just, and he said it's the same jacket. That's great. I do have too much time, Max. <laughs> um, okay, so you move yeah, here, so, you're doing modeling. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking for modeling stuff. Uh, the first are thing you get, I get cast in. Oh, yes, you are getting cast. Okay. Is um, they're looking for a uh, for models for this, like, TV show. Little did I know that this was going to be a reality show called Cholo's Try, where they have these, know. like, Mexican gangsters try different jobs each week. <laughs> 
So um, I get there and like these like Mexican gangsters who have like all like like legit they're not like, tatted up. They'd all been to like jail. Yeah, no. It, it, and, like I went to high school. That was pretty rough. Yeah, no. Uh, the, these guys were were hard. Um, and uh, yeah, so like this episode, I guess they were trying to be like uh, New York fashion photographers, but like. They they had like the, the 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 cholos in charge of like doing hair and makeup and stuff, <laughs> which I thought one of them was legit gonna burn my hair off. He just took like a curling iron to my hair. So you were this guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, it was it was real weird. That is fucking weird. Wait, is that an actual reality show? Because I don't under how to, wh- what's the next step? Like I don't <laughs> like are they just gonna give them a job and like. A really difficult industry in New yeah, York City. It's just like, like each episode, they try different jobs. It's like dirty jobs, but like are they getting paid for this? Like, what are they? Yeah, they're they're like all actors or celebrity personnel or like they're, they're, okay, so they're, they're not all really like influencers now. They're they're not. They're no, they're no uh, longer the cholos that they used to be. Oh, okay. Oh, fine. so they're only, so they, they've they've springboarded off of this to turn their their whole story into a brand type of situation. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look up one. Uh, but yeah, bullshit. They, they, that's really funny. I hate these shows like that. Yeah, it's like all they they only exist to get. It's like let's create a reality show to feed our Instagram. Followers. I just realized I can't look up anything here because there's no. Uh, what, yeah, there's. I like can look up here. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. It's, 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 Cholo. It's Cholo's try. Damn, I probably misspelled it. I I I spelled it Cholo's. Oh, Cholo's try vegan food. Should we watch it? No, this is not good radio content. <laughs> us watching YouTube. Never though. stop me. Um, but yeah, so I did that, um, and that was weird. Did they pay you well? Because uh, reality does not pay well. No, it, they paid me better than I like, thought they would. Do you mean like life in general reality or reality TV show? <laughs> like, Both. But I'm, I'm they gave me like 200 bucks for the day. Okay. They, they like paid me day of, I think. And I like didn't have to That's give rare. a cut to anyone, you know? Don't listen, IRS. So now you're, so now you're, you've been, you've been doing this for a while. Are you doing anything yeah. else right now? Yeah. So, okay. So then I do that. Um, then I, uh, so my first jump into improv was okay. uh, on a show that I found off of casting networks that was trying to cast, uh, models to like do a show with improvisers. Oh, I think I've heard of that, of this. It's like a monthly show they do at like one of the bars in here around yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they used to do this at, um, uh, the place was, uh, the, the crane, the no, the crane oh, theater. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's a show called Pretty Bad, and we did yes. that for a while, but I was one of the only models to ever show up. Like, each month, they would invite a bunch of models, but, like, it would just be me showing up. And, it, I, like, <laughs> I wasn't bad at the improv. The whole idea was that the models would be bad at improv, and, oh, and the, like, the improvisers wouldn't be as attractive as the models. <laughs> and, like, every, like, time, it was like, yeah, and Aaron's the model. It, <laughs> It was bad because it was like a show that like no one invited people to except for me. That's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, the, improvisers are like notoriously bad for inviting oh, people we're, we're to all their terrible. shows. We're, we're literally doing a com- quote unquote comedic form that requires zero preparation, zero like you, you're not responsible to anyone. It's like, oh, well, like, I can't make it today. I have to go get fish and chips. I don't know. Like, any any reason. There will be free shows and their yep. audiences won't show yep. up. Happens to be just a funny point about that. I have only once been to an improv show and it was Ellie's. Ooh. And I didn't know because I've, see, I've seen him do sketch before. <laughs> and I thought it was a sketch show. So I got there in the middle and I'm like, this is a. It's a really shitty sketch. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that it was improv. I'd never seen one before. 
Oh. And then somebody told me like, oh, it's not that. It I'm was like, the. What's uh, the name of your improv team? So that wasn't with my, my team is called Hobby Lobby Baby Hammer. Okay. Our first show is the ninth at the Pit Loft at nine thirty p.m. Okay. Um, but we, I was on other teams beforehand, but this one was the Pit Holiday Mixer before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And we were doing a montage form, and it went really well. <laughs> but really he, Max guys. thought it was shit. <laughs> I mean, well, once I like, realized what it was, I'm like, he's oh, like, this, this is, is like a really loose like sketch. Like maybe they didn't rehearse. There's, there's no, enough. there's no, no, no real plot here. <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't really transition well. I'm not really sure what's happening. <laughs> All right, now, I tried to piece it together for the first like ten minutes, and then somebody had to tell me. And then you went and got a drink, and everything mm-hmm. made sense. Yeah. All right, uh, so we know a lot about you now. Yeah, I want to ask you some more questions about uh, just more hard hitting, like. Okay. This is a this is a duo question I like to ask. What's the best advice you've ever received that you do follow? What's the best and this uh, comedy advice? And what's the best advice you've received that you don't follow? And it could be acting advice that works for comedy too. Oh, okay. Um best set of advice that I do follow. Oh, wow. Or I'm, try to. I don't know cuz like I I I have a hard time remembering what advice I've been given. Advice my professors like uh tried to like give me and i guess one of them is like always be working on something mm-hmm. and like that's one i try to follow um whether it be like something small your own produced or something even bigger like you're on tv like always have something to work on and always be like working on your craft and like i think that's like kind of a standard like entertainment industry like advice to follow right and it seems like you're not scared of like the hustle like you've always been doing like have you ever had like a steady nine to five job ever no right so you're sounds like you're kind of used to the whole just always yeah. be running because like on. i don't know there's part of me that's just terrified of having a nine to five and just like completely losing sight of who i am yeah so what's your week like I'm now cr- i'm crying you guys don't see this but i'm crying yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you don't even have I a nine to five. Like, i have a you have two days nine a week to nine to five three and i, I guess this okay, falls bye. into like my uh <laughs> Other advice I've gotten in the past, which was like to have a backup plan that's the one I don't follow. Cause like, mm. I don't know, to like have that fallback plan is just like to always like have your way out of what you're doing. And like, what's the I point agree. in that? Like, why don't you just do that thing if that yeah. like you're already thinking about it? I once had the opportunity, I was a PA and some, I have a car. So someone was like, hey, can you be a driver? I have an actor who I need to be driven to his house in the Hamptons. I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. I get there and it's Adam Paley oh. um, and I'm driving and in the middle, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. YOLO. I was like, Hey man, I'm really sorry to interrupt. Like we were like kind of chatting because mm-hmm. like he would like call his dad and then he, like, he would just like talk to me after. Um, and I was like, all right, what's some advice you have? Like I'm trying to do comedy and he goes, he's like literally only do comedy if it's the only thing you can do in your life. He's like, I suck at everything except for comedy and like you said it comedically, but like that idea of like, he's like, I does wanna... Adam Haley do stand up? No, but he does comedy. Yeah. I mean, so he's a comedic he does improv. Yeah. So he said, he's like, for me, he's like, I know I need to do comedy. So I just saw it as like a survival thing. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going, I need to get on stage. How do you get on stage? You have to, well, you have to take classes first. All right. So I got a job to pay for classes, took classes. All right. How do I get onto the main stage? I have to audition. All right. I prepared for the, I got an indie team. So I could be, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he was just like. And I really like that idea because I've always done the, I've done the survival. I do the survival job one, survival job advice. And it, it's kind of hard to take comedy as seriously as you need to take it if it's not your main thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I I think I kind of agree with you that 
having that desperation is kind of important. Yeah, no, I mean, and on top of everything else, it's just like, um, yeah, you, you don't want to like feel too comfortable at where you're at because where you're at is probably not where you want to be. Yeah. But then when you, hopefully when you reach where you want to be, you're able to. No, you can't, not even, you, you can't slow down. At least in my experience, you don't think ever in your in life. Yeah, like like eventually you can go work at a, a at a slower pace. But at least personally, I find whenever I slow down, even if I'm doing doing what I like and I'm always doing it, like you you miss things, like things things. Get yeah, mixed but up. I here's I guess so. That, so let's say there's like there's two options. Let's say you can let's say when you're like really famous as a stand up, right? So you have like Bill Burr or like who is, <clears throat> he's like doing his show. He's like always coming out with things. Like he's he's hustling, and then you have people like. Jerry Seinfeld, who does like comedian cars getting coffee, which is fun, and then a few like stand up dates. Okay, well, like, I, I would definitely do his version, just like you did your thing, chill out. All right, well, I mean, he did his thing for like, I don't, like, I don't know, like 30, 30, years. 30 plus yeah. years. Like, right, I, I'm not referring to like to that kind of thing. Like, I, I don't think you have to worry too much if you're as big as Jerry Seinfeld. And right, it's been, like, I'm just years. saying, like, I'm cu- I don't understand why people as big as them keep going. Like, I would just be like, great, I'm moving to the Bahamas. You're never going to see me again. It, it's what they do. I mean, what, Larry, what, 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 what do you want to do? Just like live on a house and do nothing? Fuck yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd still have a podcast. Yeah. I mean, like, what's what's his name? Uh, we got the uh, the television show host who retired. Uh, Jay Leno? Not Jay Leno. Um, the other one. David Letterman. Uh, da- yeah, David. yeah, David Letterman. Like what? Yeah, he, 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 he went. He went like a, he went like two hours without having a show, and then he, <laughs> <laughs> then he, then he was yeah, like, "Oh wait, I need that." People, some, this is the, that's what they're about. Right. They but don't I need think the that... money. It's more of just kind of like who they are. They don't know a life without it. Hmm. But that's weird for me because like you push yourself so hard right. and you put yourself so deep into comedy that once you make it, you can't make you, like you're addicted to it. I don't I mean, know. I think, I think I'm already addicted to it. Like right. I already like can't imagine myself not like acting or performing or like making people laugh. Like that's kind of what fulfills me in life. You that's, know, right. that might be part of the, the advice too here that like you, you got to find the thing that you can't live without. And right. that way it's almost assured. It's not necessarily assured, but it's getting close to saying right. that like for sure. Five and five seconds is the date. I uh, quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Especially right. with things that are this hard, like right. you have to, you have to know that it's going to be hard. You have to know that you you can't let up, and you have to. You're gonna feel you drained. Got, you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself. But gonna, yeah, which yeah. is why he said, like, unless you like really like love it, you unless you can't do anything else. Yeah, that's what that's what Adam Paley, which said. is a bit extreme. But I, well, no, but like, isn't that I right direction? Understand it. I mean, I wasn't really good at anything else in school. Yeah. Like I was awful at math, awful at science. So that gets like all the like engineering and medicine jobs out of the way. Right. Um, I was okay in English, but like if you hear my the way I talk and like I my grammar is shit. <laughs> I still don't know what grammar really is. Like I I do writing at my job and like I give it to my boss and she goes through and she's like, you know what apostrophes are, right? You know how to use them. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then when she's not looking, I'll quickly Google the word. To make sure I'm spelling it right and using the grammar right, and really, like the only other option I had was music, and uh, oh. if there is, you play music? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I uh, sing. I play some instruments. We heard him sing before. Yeah, you heard he me was sing singing my about friendships. Oh, yeah, blue Sorry. and red, so. and we're all friends. And the high part, which was a ripoff. 
Yeah, no, I was a classically trained singer. Uh, that's what I did in high school. Is, uh, I did a lot Sweet. of chorus, did Allstate. Uh, Honey buns. I've sang at Carnegie Hall. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. We're quick, at the very quick, end quick, of the quick. podcast. You are like outside of it? Guests. Not fast, no, but okay. like, you're a good guest. You yeah. have a really good life to mine. Yeah, no, I've done a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I, Wait, I, we're going to edit that out. Let's try I, this again. I, I, no, no, I'm you gonna, are an I'm gonna amazing take... guest because you have so much to say. No, I'm going to edit, take that. I'm going to put it at the beginning. Wow, this is so cool. What, when did you perform in Carnegie Hall? Yeah, it was uh, in high school. It was part of like this international youth choir <whistles> under the direction of Anton Armstrong. I was eating cholent in high school. What's um, cholent? Cholent is a very Jewish food. It's like, it's like a very heavy stew. Yeah, that very religious Jews think is like the best shit. Yeah, ever. I, I'm like it's an awesome. awful Jew <laughs> in that like I know so many Christian spirituals and hymns. <laughs> What is it? Uh, amazing grace. That's not even one. Like, oh, great. I know Ave that, Verum Corpus. Stars. What is that? Ave Verum Corpus. Wasn't that a spell oh, in Harry Potter 4? <laughs> <laughs> Ave Verum Corpus. <laughs> oh, y'all just turned into Jesuses. I like this hair. <laughs> um, speaking of which, all right. Now, last thing, because uh, I would love to ask you about uh, stage fright, any stress Things like that, like if you have to give advice to a comedian who's dealing with with any mental health issues, what advice do you have for them? Uh, anything and, like that. And first of all, have you had that experience yourself? Yes, I. I mental health is a whole nother podcast, and we only have two minutes. Yeah, so, but so that's why I want to jump to. <laughs> yeah, advice. no, no. Advice would be uh, not all of your jokes are going to land. Uh, you can have a great show, and like your audience might not laugh. You might still be funny. And you just right. have to have confidence that you're you mm. are funny, and that like your writing is good, um, but it's not going to land every time, and that's going to suck, and that's going to hurt. And you just got to keep like n- knowing what works, and like there there that there is kind of like an equation to what works, and that if you follow your own process and like mm. develop your own process to write good material and stuff, you guys just got to trust that process. And it's, it sounds like you're saying have the confidence and trust your own process enough that if you're not getting the affirmation from the audience, you're affirming yourself. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I fucking rock. Even if the audience doesn't, um, if they're not giving me that feedback, of course, did you ever, did you ever have a really bad, like bombing experience in theater, oh, in stand up, I mean, wherever. It's the reason why I don't do stand up anymore. Is it's, I, it's brutal. I, like I bombed too many times, and like people are grinding, doing like ten open mics a week, and I, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I, I can't like take that emotional stress. So also, just make sure you're doing what you love. You, you know, if if people are hating on you and you're feeling bad about it, try something else. Because there's so many ways to do comedy that aren't just stand-up, that aren't just improv. Yeah. It, it, there, there's so many platforms. You know, just find the one that works for you. Well, on that uh, inspiring advice, we are going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Not Just for Laughs on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I would like to thank you all for listening once again. Have yeah, a great check week. Check out Yes and I Am on... Check out uh, Yes and I Am and quick, what's your social media? At uh, Wine and Your Words on Instagram. What's your social security? <laughs> Take Four care. Four zero one. Fade out. <laughs>